Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you going to um, do the theme song for us today, this evening? Yeah, you're going to dance with us too. I certainly am and I can't wait. It makes me so gay and proud. You're listening to Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. Girls in tight dresses, drive with mustaches, I'm Rachel Shelley, and today I'm joined by the wonderful band Betty Pod Diva. My lovelies, why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell everyone where you are. Hi, I'm Elizabeth with and, the band Betty. And I'm Allie, and we are absolutely thrilled to be here with Diva. We're actually in LA right now. We're about to do a show in Los Angeles, but we wanted to stop and talk to Rachel Shelley, whom we love and adore. Because who wouldn't want to talk to <laughs> Rachel Shelley of Diva? I love you two. It's so great to see you. I haven't got the whole band here. You were just saying, Elizabeth, your sister is not with you. Yeah, she's meeting us at the sound check. Right, so you guys have been busy. I've been following you here, there, back again, making up for lost time since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so wonderful to be able to be with live people again. The energy that happens in a live concert is so different from everything that we've been doing on screens. It's thrilling. We just played a huge show for Palm Springs, their Pride event there, and it was just, everybody was three feet off the ground, so happy to be together and live again. Mm-hmm. And we were in Mexico City about a month ago. We're making a new record, so that was fun. Um, we're going to be doing a fundraiser for that and going back in January and finishing the record. That's brilliant. Congratulations. Now, we've been doing at Diva quite a lot of focus on the L word and Generation Q. Now, of course, Betty created the theme song, that fantastic theme song, during which I've had a lot of fun dancing on stage. We'll come to that a bit later. But my first question was, what came first, the song or the show? Good question, Rachel. The show came first. After the first season, Showtime, they wanted to get a theme song. They wanted to have a theme song written for the show. So they gave it to four different bands and they chose ours. So we weren't even thinking about it. We were like, oh, let's write this fun song. But we weren't salivating that we had to have this show. It was just a fun thing that we did. Next thing we turn around, and there it is. And everywhere we've gone around the world since then, people are asking for that song. We literally can't play a concert without playing that song now because people still want to hear it, which is so gratifying as a songwriter. Well, that was one of my other questions. Like, what happens at gigs? Tell me about it. So people are there and they're enjoying all your other great songs. 
there's always a demand, I guess. And then they go crazy or? Yes, exactly so. There's always a demand. There's always someone screaming, Alward, Alward. And then there's a little chant. We get up and we sing the song and people just go nuts. Of course, these days being what they are, all the cameras come out. All the phones turn around so people are like shooting it. But people are singing and dancing. And Elizabeth here, our wild one, hops mm-hmm. down into the into the audience with a microphone. And people are just singing along. And people come up afterwards. And sometimes they have tears in their eyes because the song means so much. The song and the show meant so much to them in a particular period in their lives. And that is so gratifying. Yeah, I think the original Elwer was a seminal show for many, many people just coming out. You know, it was ahead of its time. It's nice to be associated with it. We've had a really interesting career in that sense. Yes, we've been together for 36 years, Rachel, which, as you know, in band years is about 408. (laughs) That's amazing. It is. It's miraculous. Imagine. It's like a a thruple without sex, (laughs) but with all the fighting. But none of you look old enough to have been doing anything for 36 That's years. Nice, honey. But we met when we were really super young. Mm-hmm. You know, we met during the Reagan era. That's how we got very politicized because we met in DC. We had two other bands together. So we really actually have known each other since 1981. Our first band was this all-girl punk band because we've always been very political and we've always had a lot of energy about equality and about women and girls and having a voice in the world. So the first band was called Quiver and we were this new wave punk band that was just angry and we sang for Take Back the Night and we sang for Rape Crisis Centers and for all the things that, God forbid, all of a sudden we have to be singing for again. It's really sad, but at least we have the authentic energy and we can bring it back out again. Well, exactly. And since the original L Word and now we're on Generation Q and the theme song, a whole new generation are loving it all over again. The political edge is continuing. Like you say, you're having to fight for these things. Every time you sing it, does it feel like a political act? Well, I think Betty is a political act. It always has been. Three women working together, Jewish and black, gay and straight. Since the beginning of the inception of Betty, we've been playing for huge marches in Washington. One of our first gigs was for 700,000 people to sing for pro-choice in D.C. And then we did one of the first marches on Washington for the LGBTQ community. And so we've always been political. Our music hasn't always been political, but we've always been political. And I think it's been a hindrance and a help. It's definitely contributed to our longevity because we believe in the same things. We believe in equality and we believe in in feminism, all the good causes, you know, abortion rights, which is exhausting right now. The fact that we have an illegitimate, basically an illegitimate Supreme Court. So that's really awful. Every time we sing that song, it is a protest. Every time, every time we get to go on stage and, and ignite an audience and unite an audience with that song, it's not only a protest, it's a celebration. And that, we think, is one of the greatest things you could possibly do as an activist, is to come from a place of joy. So all these people singing this song in joy and freedom is a political act for all of us that we love to do. And as a good memory, a lot of these, a lot of people come up to us afterward and say this, you know, this show helped us come out and, you know, you were a huge part of me coming out as a kid and all this stuff. So that's, that's always gratifying. And that happens too, with or without the song, because we've played for so many gay things, so many women's festivals, so many queer festivals, so many straight things. We've been the fabric of a lot of people's lives and we've been really honored and lucky to, to be able to do that. People bring their children 
you know, they met and they got married and they have kids and other kids are older and it's a really great career that we've had. We've been very lucky. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like Charlie Brown. It's really <laughs> nice that people have this connection with us <laughs> throughout time. I guess we're more like Lucy. <laughs> yeah, bitchier. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy with a little peppermint patty. Yeah, a lot of peppermint patty. <laughs> well, you, speak for yourself. My favorite thing with Lucy is when, I think it's Linus said something about, go on, you don't even know how to smile. And she goes, and you can't see, but I'm pulling a big frown now. <laughs> but I don't think any of you are like that. You've all got the biggest smile. When we're talking to you, Rachel, who wouldn't smile? <laughs> we talk about this quite a lot on Pod Diva, this idea of queer joy being a protest as well. I don't know whether that's unique to queer communities, but for protests to be sort of all wrapped up in joy, it's almost like one finger up to for whatever cause it is. It's like... I'm fighting you, but I'm still going to keep smiling and dancing. (laughs) And I love that. You can take away our rights, but you cannot take away our spirit, is what it's basically saying. And it isn't just queer communities. It's African-American. Definitely. It's black communities. But it's it's Native American communities. It's like it's every oppressed community, you know, absolutely has to retain the joy. Because if you don't, in the Holocaust... The Jewish people still could find joy in that horror. I mean, it's it's. They still played music. They still had orchestras. Exactly. They still sang. They still did art. So I think without art, without music, without joy, you are lost. You're Mm -hmm. lost, and we're not lost. We're we're a cohesive community that's coming together. Well, I think the thing about the election that we're having tomorrow, which will be in the rearview mirror by the time you all hear this, is that it's a dire election for us. It really is that. The Republicans, the GOP, have become the party of hate and repression. And it's frightening and it's sad at the same time, the split in America. And it's so divided now. It's not just America, though. We're seeing the yeah. entire world constrict in this really sad, patriarchal way of hate and fear and exclusion. And, and violence. And, you know, us first. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a very sad moment. And I do think that it's a reaction for what happened with the pandemic. I think something happened that frightened people so deeply to their core that they didn't have the spirit and the strength to come together in a positive way, as in the earth is our mother, let us revere, revere respect and, and, and heal her. They came together in a way of like, this is my ball and you're, you can't take my ball away. And they're freaking out. You know, we have our own podcast too, right? Oh, I didn't know that. It's Betty Colin girl band the podcast and there's 13 or 14 episodes it's it's really good you can find it on apple podcast and it's on stitcher and a bunch of other things it's not on spotify because it has music in it so you can't do that on spotify and you see rachel we keep getting the same questions over and over again and after 36 years you can imagine we get the same questions over and over so we said elizabeth said why don't we start doing a podcast so we can answer those questions well what happened is she set up a microphone and we just started talking and we kind of forgot there was a microphone there so it's the real truth the real dirt and filth and fun of our lives lives from being teenagers when we first got together through incredible adventures until now. And we really well, enjoy not till it. Now, we're not there yet. We haven't even gotten into the 90s. I'm editing three people talking for an hour to just put into a half hour segment and then interspersing old music with it that Allison actually had. I'm a collector. She had an archive of a, a really old stuff from the early 80s from the first time we got together so it's really fun it's really good betty girl band the podcast betty girl band the podcast the untold story that's a great one for everyone to listen out for (laughs) you can also get it on our website you can listen to it directly from hellobetty.com 
So you can also sign up on our mailing list. We can let you know when the new record's coming out, but you can listen for free. And to your point, one of the things that I love the most about, about something like Diva is that it's a curator. We need to have signposts that help us all look in the right direction for the right information at the right time. And that's what Diva and you are doing. And we really appreciate it. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you very much. I don't it's appreciate true. it at all. Oh, yeah. No, no, no Elizabeth doesn't. Nah, nah. Stop. I know you've been asked this a million times, but what does the L word mean to both of you personally? Party. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> what the L word means to me, and this is Allie, Allie the ally, because I'm not a lesbian, but what it means to me is still, it's the coming together of joyous forces to bring change to the world. And that's what I've always felt it was from the very beginning. It's this riotous celebration of people who the world many times wanted to oppress and keep down. And they just kept rising and speaking the truth in their own stories in such a beautiful way that the world had to listen. And the largest audience for the L word is straight people. And I love that. So that's what the L word means to me. It was something that literally, when it first came out, changed the fabric of the world and made it more... I mean, for me, obviously, it's it's more complex because I worked on it. You know, I was a co-executive producer and a writer, and I did all the music and a composer. The show itself, I think, was a seminal moment in American culture. It was the first time, it was so feminist, really, just because it was about women and lesbians. It was very exciting to be a part of, and still is. For American television, it was unheard of. 
really. And still to this day, even with Generation Q, which it doesn't have quite the effect that the original L Word did because it's a different world now. It broke through the ceiling that had never been broken through before. It's very, it's a complicated, complicated emotions for me because it was a lot of work, but it was also a lot of fun and joy. I still have friends from it. I mean, I still consider you a friend. Absolutely. I absolutely. <laughs> wherever we, wherever we go, wherever Betty goes, we do continue to play the song because it's so, so in demand, which shows you that the original L Word was it was such a cultural stopgap for so many people. It just changed their lives. And it wasn't just America. Yeah, it was all, all over the world. Over the world. I mean, we play in South Africa and people know about the L word. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, the reach has been amazing. So it means freedom and joy to me. It's giving people a voice, which is what we're all about. <laughs> Are you part of Generation Q, do you think? I haven't been around. You know, we've been working and, and traveling and I... I haven't watched that much television anyway, but I haven't really watched it. I've heard good things. I know that as far as a cultural phenomenon, it doesn't come near what the L word did, what the original L word did. And like I said before, it's because it came at a time, it was the first and it was radical and it was intense. There weren't quite as many rules on the queer community as there are now. How about you, Alison? I think that was a great answer. So I'm just going to leave it, leave it to that. Betty would love to to have our theme pop up on the new show. I think it would be really, really or fun. Or revamp version of it. Like or, a yeah, revamp or revamp version. a version for it. Yeah, yeah I think that would be really, really fun. Yeah. Of course, a lot of people listening to this will remember the fantastic time that Betty played at Leicester Square for London Pride. Diva had the stage in Leicester Square, the women's stage. I think it was a first for that. Can you remember that event? Oh, yeah. How are we going to forget it? It was a ball. <laughs> yeah. You got up and danced and so did Victoria Broom. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. We still have great photos of it. <laughs> but again, you know, we talk about the celebration of joy. What better occasion was it than that? I mean, it was so wonderful. There was political representation from the people that were running, you know, at that time in London. It was really, really exciting to have all of us together there and, and dancing around and singing. And you heard every single person in that audience was singing the theme song as you were dancing. Wasn't that inspiring? It's such a buzz to have that energy, mm. that wall of energy that comes back back at you mm -hmm. even when you do theater which i haven't done for a long time but it's like a drug you don't get quite that it's almost like they want they actually want to engulf you and i can understand why people throw themselves off and do that the mosh pit. what's it called the mosh pit i've done that a lot actually but the thing is is that a lot of people come up who know us from the l word and only from the l word they'll come up afterward and they'll say oh my god i had no idea that i loved your music I, I just know you from the L word, but you're really great. You have all this great stuff. And so that's always really re rewarding. Oh, so we're yes. not like a one hit wonder, you know, so people really like what we do and they like our music. Which is why we're putting out a new album. Now that the pandemic is hopefully behind us, mm -hmm. we've been recording in Mexico City and we have a new album that we're putting, putting together. And it's the first one we've ever crowdsourced. So it's really fun that we're doing this Kickstarter that gives it a whole level of excitement. Will we make our goal? Will we not? And we're sending out all this information. It's really fun. And we want people to come and be part of the party with us at hellobetty.com. Yeah, if you 
you sign up on the mailing list, we'll let you know when the record's coming out and stuff. And it's going to be really good. We're doing it with the producer, Jason Carmer, the Donnas and things like that. But we've known him since early days in D.C. We all played at the 930 Club together. And so that's really fun. It's really old school. We've known each other for a very long time. You hear it in the music. You hear the joy from back in the day. It's going to be really good. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about this record. I'm really excited that Betty's going to be doing a bunch of holiday shows right after this comes out. That's what we always do annually. We always do holiday shows and we're going to be doing a, a tour here in America Unfortunately, it is not coming to London this holiday, which Next is Next year though. Couldn't sure. be more heartbreaking, but yeah. one of the things that's so special about our holiday shows is that it, the one that we do in New York City at the City Winery, which will be on December 11th, always features Gloria Steinem, who was also part of the L Word, which, you know, when Elizabeth wrote episodes with her in it. And it's really thrilling that she comes and she does something new every year with our holiday show. So she's such a hero of ours, you know, she's such an icon and Especially now, she's she's just the most renowned feminist in America, and she's so smart and wonderful and a good friend. So and fun. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody, Joyous. any of your listeners would like to come and join us on December eleventh, yeah. December eleventh in in New York City at the City Winery, please come. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, oh, God, getting your tickets love, right I now. We'll I do have to. I think we'll do it next year in London. I mean, the last thing we did before the pandemic was we played at the VNA. We did the music for Darren Waterston's installation at the VNA. There we played a concert at the VNA and then we played inside the actual installation. And I think I came home with COVID from that and the, before <laughs> you know anybody knew about it, but that's the last thing we did before the old shutdown. I think that was the last time we were in London, if you think about it. The January 2020, there, yeah. yeah, January 2020. Yeah. But we'll be back. I mean, we'll definitely be back. I love the V&A. It's my favorite museum. It's just so uplifting, generally. I, I have to take you back, though, and ask you, what does she do? What does Gloria Steinem do at your gigs? Gloria Steinem is a prodigious and fabulous feminist and uh, equality writer, a civil rights leader since forever. And so she comes up on stage and she will always do a top 10 list of different things. So for ev for every year, for 15 years, she's done a top 10 list of different things. For instance, top 10 reasons why Jesus wasn't such a bad guy, uh, top 10 reasons why women can do this or that. I mean, they're always fabulous and hilarious and wonderful. And I believe this year she's going to be, be doing the top 10 t-shirts that someone needs to put out immediately because she's so great at pithy phrases. For instance, she was the one who coined a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. No way! So I it's a lot of fun. I didn't know that. That's amazing. And Did she'll she? be there. Which then everyone has just copied and put into a very, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got a lot of amazing quotes. She's brilliant. Yes, yes. Oh, and my favorite quote of hers, which is a great t-shirt, is um, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and all the the real fans of the l word happen to know that gloria steinem was not only on the show but she was bet's mother's the rival for the father's affections and the person who played baby that never got put into the show it wasn't no nope, that was written oh, but it, it got cut out oh how sad yeah, yeah, yeah. well that was written in the yeah. show and my daughter who was a baby at the time eight months old played baby bet 
And um, she and the mother came stumbling in and saw Gloria Steinem. Did that all got cut. And Beth's father. Oh, yeah, that's so that all sad. Got cut. Yeah, that all got cut. Oh, well, the story. The story behind the story behind the yeah, story. Yeah. Eileen, just, Eileen wrote that and she cut it at the last minute because everything, there was the, too long. the finale was just too long. Can you tell the Diva listeners how often you appeared in The L Word? We played the first time we played in The Planet. We played It Girl. There was a oh we played with heart. number we played with heart we that played was with the last heart time we played, true yeah. but then we also played in the studio with Nona Hendrix who's a good friend and with Kit yeah. Porter and we did this song some kind of wonderful which was so fun so good that those were fun. all great but then really we also fun. we also appeared at different times in the show and Amy our missing third in Betty has a memorable scene when she has multiple orgasms in a hot tub uh, on board an Olivia cruise ship and a lot of people still to this day will come up and ask. Ask her. <laughs> oh Ask my her goodness. For recreation. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah. So the L word kind of runs through your lives and you run through the L word's existence. This is something I've realized. We're all connected now through this forever. Yes. You know? For sure. We still talk to Pam Greer. I still talk to Eileen. You know, we're all still friends. Marley Matlin, who's really soared in her career. Oh, I just saw Lauren. Uh, and, and it's interesting how many... And Daniela. And how many actors, you know, Holland Taylor, how many people were connected, you know, to the show. It's just, mm -hmm. it really is very, very exciting. But one thing that is always missing to me and makes me very sad is that there hasn't ever been an award for the composer of that show, for the person who found all the different performers who put music on that show, because every single one was either a lesbian, a feminist, a woman, trans. trans, queer, and that was my friend here, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth did an incredible job making sure that all of these people had a voice, many of whom had never had a voice on television before. And it's really thrilling. And if you just go back and listen to the music itself and the people contributed, it's, it's, a, it's a compendium, a who's who of these oh, amazing nice. performers. Nice. And it's wonderful. And I, someday I want to give you an award. <laughs> I don't need an award. But um, we only used a man's voice once, I think, and that was Marvin Gaye, um, when we were doing something about the military. It was like, brother, brother, that song. That was such a good song. And I, th I think that's the only time I let them use a male voice that wasn't trans. We used the first trans rapper on television. In the show, we put more queers than it had ever been on television, but it was mostly women. You know, we used Toshi Regan before anybody had put her on television ever. It was really a fun privilege and had a lot of freedom to do that. Showtime was really great about that. They were just said, you know, you take the reins and put the music that you think should be in there. A lot of directors gave some great musical advice and put, put music in their thing that I'd never heard before. It was a really good combination of a lot of talent coming together. The only thing that I really did was steer it in the direction that I thought it should be in was to give the people of the actual community that the show was representing to give them the opportunity to have a voice. So that's why I wanted to use women, queer, queer voices, trans voices, and allies. 
because it's important to, if you're representing a community, to represent it musically as well, especially if you're using 22 songs per episode. Absolutely. See, she needs an award. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't need yeah. an award. No, everybody needs an award. My, right. Hell my, yeah. <laughs> and she was the first person to do that. All women voices. Other people have done it since then, but nobody's ever acknowledged that. And that's why I'm her greatest cheerleader about that. Thanks. Because even at the time, I thought it was amazing. Elizabeth, Allison from Betty. Thank you so much for talking to Pod Diva tonight. We can't wait to see you back over here in the UK, playing your gigs. Let's dance together again soon. Thanks, Rachel. How exciting. (laughs) Lots of love, you guys. Lots of love to you. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.